Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Stag. Man and his amazing friends. What is up, y'all? It is I, Sam the Hammer Humphreys, coming to you as a guest host on the number one podcast on the internet, Stegman and his amazing fans. My guests today are Ryan Stegman, Hello. Griffin Sheridan, and Ethan Smith. Welcome Hi. to the show, guys. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. That was so much Son more that was so much bitch. more energy than Griffin has ever brought to the show. <laughs> yeah, here's my impression of Griffin's openings. What's up, guys? Uh, hey, everybody! Uh, it's another episode <laughs> of Eggman as an amazing friend. Come on, Griffin! As a, as a host, you set the uh, bar for energy. Yeah, and you son of a bitch! No, because I can't set it too high because then it's going to contrast too harshly with Ryan's lean back mode. <laughs> it doesn't work. No, 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 you just you just flex all over that lean back mode. You just <laughs> I am standing up. Right. I'm standing Ryan up. That's told how us, into Ryan, Ryan told us when we started the show, Ryan was like, never upstage me. Never, ever <laughs> Match my energy or go lower. <laughs> Just whispering into the microphone. <laughs> All right, well, fuck me. I guess I'm not even going to try and top it. I'm not even going to try it. Uh, welcome to Stegman and his amazing friends, everybody. You already know who everybody is. No, What's well, up? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's introduce Sam yeah. a little bit. Already, you're, like, underselling it. Come on, no. just, t- no, just, no, no, just no, take no. the note and give it one more shot. Come on, give, give, <sighs> me, give me, like, you're at, like, a four. You can go yeah. to, like, a six at least. Right, you right, can give right. me a six. Griffin, uh, six Sheridan. Too. You know why? It's because I don't have my top knot in, Ryan. You know that's exactly Oh, yeah, put that's the top knot in. Let's get the top have any. I don't have any excuses. That's all I'm hearing, excuses. Oh, God, you would think I've been hosting podcasts for 10 years. Jesus. Okay, here we go. I'm so tired of it. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Stegman and his amazing friends. You already know what oh it is. God, We're here to fuck so it good. up. <laughs> yeah. That was that was an improvement. That was an improvement. That was an sure. improvement. Uh, the pause yep. after the, the beginning was a little troubling. I'm one of two supple boys that makes this show. Uh-huh. My name's Griffin. What's up, everybody? I'm joined by my best friend and creative partner, Ethan. Hey, Ethan. Hey, hey! Oh! Ethan Eleven Smith. That's wow. where that just went. <laughs> and it's Ryan Stegman's podcast. Ryan, how are you doing this week, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Ryan just rolling out of bed. I feel it. I feel it, Ryan. I do feel it. What? Oh yeah, I'm doing good. I'm I'm fine. (laughs) Wake up. Get your ass up, Stegman. Sorry, sorry to bother you, Ryan, but we're doing. We got to do a podcast. (laughs) We are doing a podcast right now. And your name's kind of on it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sam Humphreys. You already heard him. He's our guest for the week. Sam, how's it going, man? How's your week going? 
Oh my Dude, God. I'm actually pretty good. I don't know what kind of responses you get to that question these days, but um, <laughs> obviously the world is on fire, but mm-hmm. in here I'm doing pretty good, I gotta say. Hey. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Are you like yeah. me? Are you like me where it, where it kind of suits you just being home all the time? Uh, I, you know, I am doing pretty good at being home all the time. I'm, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I got my, my cat, Bean. He rules. He's right over there, Fuck just yeah. chilling. Oh, look at look at that guy. He's kicking it so hard. All right, um, let's let Bean do an intro to the show. Let's see. How right. Oh, <laughs> you can't afford his rate. There's no <laughs> way. Oh shit. <laughs> Bean's got a manager and an agent. Um, but uh, I, uh, you know, I, I get. I yes, I've been doing pretty good at being at home. I think better than most. But still, like here we are creeping up into October, creepy October, um, and it is getting to me a little bit. Um, I had to take a, uh, a a little vacation up to this this isolated Airbnb uh, on the beach, about an hour up the coast uh, last week, and oh, that, that was sounds great. Like a that was yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> You're in sad. LA, right? Uh, yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. So I went up to Oxnard for anybody out there I've been listening. To Ox- I just was there last year. My my buddy got married in Oxnard. No it's beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to uh, Silver Strand Beach? Do you remember? Uh, I'm not sure which beach, but they did get married on the beach. So if that's a pretty one, maybe that was it. It's almost certainly Silver Strand. Yeah. And then Great. what we did was we took a we had to take a an Uber from Oxnard all the way back to L.A. and we went along the coast the oh. whole way. Okay. It was beautiful. Well, the, the, our driver that takes said, the "Listen, bite out a little bit." Yeah, the, the guy said, "Listen, we can go the um, short way, or I can take you along the coast." Um, yeah. And he took us all along the coast. He told us stories the whole time about his surfing there and everything. There were dolphins swimming alongside. <laughs> you know, like Just it was amazing. unbelievable. It's beautiful country. Yeah. Like that whole that whole section of the coast is great. M- made me question um, why I'm living Santa in Monica Michigan and, still. Uh oh. So California, can can you guys uh, can you see the sky yet over there? How's that going? Uh, it's not working too great for us. Actually, okay. today's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, the the big fire that's closest to me uh, and our man Jerry Dugan mm-hmm. um, has uh, has shrunk a lot. It's not nearly as raging as it was, but couple weeks ago like I could I'd wake up and walk into my living room and I'd smell the smoke. You know, not like. Not alarming, like my building's on fire, but like mm-hmm. I, I'd be like, oh, well, the wind is pointing this direction today. Right. Um, I was making yeah, a joke so about that, but that is really depressing. Yeah. You it's, mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, Jerry Duggan, so if you have his yeah, cell man. phone number, I mean, nobody that listens to this show does, but I'm talking to you, Sam, directly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things to do right now is while the world is shit and everything's going to hell, what I do is yeah. I say, Jerry. And I just have him text me like what he would write as late night jokes about what's going on in the world. <laughs> and he'll do it. And, and it's immediate. It's just like eight jokes in a row and they're all amazing. Yeah. That's He's fucking a pro. awesome. He's a pro's pro. Yeah. Uh, Jerry and I are on a, a group chat where we talk about politics a lot. Uh, and sometimes we'll work we'll workshop jokes along those lines. Yeah, well he's like, he's gr- he'll, he'll send us like should I tweet this kind of thing? Yeah. Like those yep. jokes. Yeah, yeah he yeah. sent me one I yeah. should have tweeted this but he said I can it's too mean. But <laughs> you know, he's he's the one. We've brought this up. Well, I guess his episode is lost, but I was just going to say Jerry Duggan's the one 
poor soul whose episode never made it out. Yeah. Uh, the one episode oh. we've had to completely toss because the audio Brutal. was just so oh, screwed. Really? But we did bring yeah. up. I have him on again. The day I followed him. The day I followed him was the day that Michael Jackson died. And the reason was, was there was the Brian Posehn retweeted him. So I didn't even know he was involved with comics, but the joke was, uh, I guess he worked at um, Attack of the Show at the time. And it was a joke that got Mm -hmm. rejected for the show. And he tweeted that shortly after it was announced that um, Michael Jackson had a heart attack, Weird Al announced that he was having a fart attack. (laughs) 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 which is like my favorite twitter joke of all time i was because i was so upset about michael jackson it took all the edge off right away unbelievable (laughs) we do of course have the rule though that if we have someone on the show we will never have them on again unless they beg like chip zadarsky yeah Um, yeah or their name uh, is donny cates yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) oh and charles soul and Riley I, Rossman. I begged, oh, I begged to be on the show, so that's how <laughs> I got it. Yeah. That's my first yeah. time. It was really hard. I mean, you just said, hey, you know, I can do the show sometime. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I was like, hey, why don't you have me on your podcast that you do weekly? That is you don't the- understand. You went to Ryan. You said that to Ryan. And Ryan was like, oh, thank God. That's perfect. That yeah. lines up perfectly. Yeah. That's 100% Great. how it works. That's one week I don't have he's to like, email somebody. He's like, thank God Sam asked because I've been just too intimidated to yeah. approach him directly. <laughs> I, I've been hoping that he would notice me, and finally it's come true. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're in the mm-hmm. big leagues. You're doing DC Daily. How's that going for you? Well, the show he, got canceled. He just said that before oh, this started. Oh, the show got canceled. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, overall, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. DC Daily was incredible. Loved doing that show so much. We did 450 episodes. That's awesome. Which is incredible. Um, but you know, Ryan, you we're going to get there five, one day. What's that? I'm telling Ryan, we're going to get there one day. Yeah, no, we're not. Mm-mm. I mean, we're happen. doing five episodes a week, so you guys are going to have to pick up the pace. One day. Well, how did that come to... about? I, I've always kind of wondered that because you, you're a comic book writer, you know, and then. That's right. Uh, this is a great story if you want to hear kind of a longish story. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, I, I knew the digital team over at DC and Warner Brothers just from doing like interviews like I sat down in the office to talk mm-hmm. about Green Lanterns and they're doing the the rebirth thing so on video so I, I just kind of knew them and I was like hey I'm a creator who lives nearby I'm literally like seven minutes from the DC offices so I'm like I live nearby and I love doing this shit so if you ever need somebody to do a thing or I don't know a, a trailer or whatever you're working on like this is fun for me so just like keep me in mind mm-hmm. um, and then uh, some time passed, and they had announced DC Universe, and they are like, we are experimenting with different kind of forms of content. We're trying to see if we could do um, commentary. So they are like, would you come in and do commentary on an episode of uh, Young Justice? So, like, direct right. commentary, but I didn't direct it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, sure, yeah, absolutely. That sounds fun, easy, no problem. Um and they were like, the other two people we have on with you are James Tynan and Mike Harlan. Right. And I knew James, and I only knew Mike by reputation, but I was like, those guys are funny. Mm-hmm. Those guys are mm-hmm. funny. So, yeah. I'm, like, the night before, while I'm watching this episode, I'm going to write some jokes. Right. I'm going to write jokes. So, I, I came up with these three 
terrible puns. I wish I could remember what the puns were, but these these are not like top shelf puns. But I was like, <laughs> if they laugh, that'll be fun for the commentary. If they're like, boo, you suck, that will also be fun for the commentary, right? right. So like, this will be great. This will be great. So we're sitting there in this studio in Burbank, sitting on a couch, reach holding these microphones, and the the point of the episode comes, and I tell my first pun, and there's just dead silence afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> motherfucking crickets and i look at james and mike and they're both like frozen with these microphones in front of their face they they looked like i said a really bad word at a party that they invited (laughs) me to like they like that was the reaction and then james or mike or whoever was like uh well, the reason I love Zatanna is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I fucking bombed. Like, I bombed hard. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck do I care? I write comic books. Like, I'm not a professional, like, commentary track maker. So I told my other two jokes, and they both went over exactly the same. Like, <laughs> you doubled down. Jesus. I, I, but I was like, whatever. I, I wrote my jokes. I could tell my jokes. Yeah. Months pass. Months pass, and I get invited to this screen test for DC Daily, and it's all well. They 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 were like, "We're doing this thing for this new show. Will you come help us out?" It's like, "Sure, I'd love to." But I was like, "I'm gonna be the guy who sits in the chair, and in the other chair, they're gonna rotate in potential hosts, right? right. Like yeah. people who are auditioning are. I'm gonna get interviewed like 12 times, and that'll just be my role, and that that'll be fun for a day, and it'll mm-hmm. help them out." Mm-hmm. But the night before, they're like, okay, cool, here's your script. You don't have to memorize it. It'll be on teleprompter. And the script starts off with, hey, everybody, what's up? It is I, Sam the Hammer Humphreys, co-host of DC Daily. But, like, at the time, I was not a host of anything. And right. I'm just sitting there reading it the night before, like, 10 p.m. going, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Why? No. So I show up, and it's all these hosts, like, people who are, like, YouTube hosts or uh, Twitch hosts or red carpet hosts or whatever, and they all like know each other, and they're all like big energy. Like or as soon as they walk into the room and shit, and like mm-hmm. just, like way like such an outlier. And mm-hmm. I found Paul <laughs> Melmont, who I love, but I I kind of barely knew him, but I knew him from stuff before. And I was like, Paul, the fuck am I doing here? Like why am I here? And he goes, Remember that commentary you did for Young Justice? What you didn't know is that myself and Veronica were like around the corner, seized with laughter. Oh no! Nice. But we couldn't laugh out loud because we were recording. Oh my god! And my our stomachs were hurting. We were laughing so hard, and that was the moment when I thought Sam Humphreys has on air potential. Yeah, all right. Like, it's fucking awesome. All Paul, right. Those jokes sucked. Those jokes were terrible, Paul. And he's like, <laughs> whatever, you got it. And that's how I ended up on 450 episodes of television. That's, yeah. that's that fucking it. awesome. That's amazing. Stellar if only, run, if only, sir. If only Ryan would ever tell us that we have on-air potential. Yeah. Not <laughs> once. <laughs> Not once. Potential, sure. I mean, you'd think after 10 years you'd have more than potential, though. Yeah. Well, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the master of deflation himself yeah. Yeah. strikes again. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, regardless, man, fi- 450 episodes, stellar run. Congrats on that. What was the daily time commitment like on that? Uh, it was actually a, a weekly time commitment. We okay. shot all the episodes on Wednesday, mostly. Okay. Um, uh, most of the cool. time, we would come in and we'd shoot all day, and we'd shoot more or less five episodes or different segments or whatever was going on. Every once in a while, we'd shoot on a different day, particularly if there was an, somebody coming in for an interview, but their schedule couldn't allow it. Um 
So it was it was that, and then we'd you know we'd call it our homework, but we'd have have to read comics that we were discussing. Oh. We'd have to watch DC movies that we were discussing and cartoons Boo. and episodes of Batman the animated series. And I'm sorry, you know, that yeah, exactly. So it was lame. so so hard for me. <laughs> the, but one of one of the best moments was when they were like, I don't remember why we were talking about, it, but they were like, Sam, do you think you could come on and explain? The Legion of Superheroes Baxter Edition slash Tales of Legion of Superheroes kerfuffle. Do you think you could like explain all that? I was like, can I? <laughs> I was like, are you sure it's really inside baseball? They're like, oh yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Like, fuck yeah. I'm ready. Damn. That's all awesome. good. Now, uh, we have a segment here on the show. Um, okay. It's a staple. It's iconic, you could even say. It's iconic, pop culture yeah. news. Mm-hmm. This segment has news. a theme song, but only when Donnie's here. <laughs> no, <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. Get Donnie has to oh, you got don't it? worry. I got, yeah, I got it. Here we go. You ready? Pop culture news. All right. Famous segment pop culture news is in the house. I feel like that was the first as the debut of that theme song. No, no, no. It's sad pop, cu- sad pop culture news theme has been in here before. They're, re- they're familiar with it. made that up on the spot? <laughs> That's possible. All right. Listen, <clears throat> there's a lot of pop culture news, especially because we didn't do a show last week. So stuff has been piling up. Oh, my God. I think the most important thing to talk Backlog. about, though, is what the fuck is happening with the MCU Spider-Man 3. Let's because, go. Ryan, I don't know if you've been paying attention. Nope. There's a lot going on with the MCU Spider-Man 3. So first, I'm going to walk you through it. So first, it was confirmed that Jamie Foxx's Electro is back from (laughs) the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. And everybody collectively was like, what? Yeah. And then... (laughs) Mm -hmm. then Is that what they were like? Yeah, they were all like, what? (laughs) Yeah, and actually, here's a... a, uh, We can cut to a live reaction of a... Me when I read the article right here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Here. here, I'll roll the audio. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, A historical yeah. document, for sure. I was really glad that you recorded that. Um, yeah. Well, so we're always recording, of course, Ethan. You we're know always this. recording, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, just like the next day, I think, this, ru- this big rumor is circulating everywhere that also being talked to about coming in for this movie are Kirsten Dunst, uh, obviously Mary Jane from the Raimi movies, and Amazing. Dane DeHaan, Harry Osborn from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's so crazy. all of these previous Spider-Man actors seem to be being talked to, and Jamie Foxx is straight up confirmed. Jamie Foxx then posted on his Instagram some fan art of Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland's Spider-Man's together <laughs> in some sort of multiverse situation. And he was like, I'm back, bitches. I'm Electro again, but I'm not going to be blue this time. <laughs> and, then it was de- and then it was deleted <laughs> very quickly after that. Uh, wow. And so all of that happens. And then today we got the announcement that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch will be Doctor Strange in, Sp- in this Spider-Man movie. So considering mm. that Doctor Strange has a multiverse of madness movie coming directed by Sam Raimi, it seems pretty clear we're getting some sort of Spider-Verse situation in Tom Holland's next movie. What do y'all think about that shit? I think it's freaking awesome, but it's also doing like it's messing my head up right now trying to think about how they possibly could do it. Plus, they just did. I mean, the uh, 
Edge of Sp- Into the Spider Verse is kind of mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So if it's yeah. a Spider Verse thing, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it should it could We've be cool. Already got a Spider Verse movie, right? A great one. Like, let's like just the, put that out there. Yeah. Oh, an outstanding one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, an amazing Spider Verse movie, an, mm-hmm. an outstanding Spider Man movie that just happens to have the Spider Verse in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, this movie, yeah, you got. Benedict Cumberland had been and mm-hmm. um, Jamie yes. Foxx, uh, but mm-hmm. not Blue. Sure, you you got some good talent in there, but they got a long way to go to compete, not just in the realm of Spider-Man movies, but Spider-Verse movies. Absolutely. So the idea of, of seeing, and maybe it's because Ethan and I have such a sort of a nostalgic sort of attachment because we were children mm-hmm. uh, when these movies were coming out. Um, the sheer... Mm, idea of having your Tobey Maguire in there, you're having your Andrew Garfield in there, Come especially on. since Come those on. stories are kind of left so high we and have, dry. We have no proof that they've gone after Tobey Maguire, right? We just know that they've gone to... <sighs> Yeah, but I like, mean, I mean, come on now. no, they must have. I agree, but, yeah. but I'm yeah. I'm, we, no, we don't have any. We don't have any. Ink, we don't have any inkling of it yet. But we do have the very prominent rumor about Kirsten Dunst, and I think it'd be funny if they talked to Kirsten Dunst, but not Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tobey Maguire, he doesn't. He doesn't have the best reputation no, on a personal level. No, he does level. not. So no, he does would not. not be shocked. Would not be. You know shocked, who else didn't uh, though? Especially Robert after Downey Molly's Jr. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't think Tobey Maguire is like a drug addict. I. I, th- I think they're in a l- two different categories. Yeah. One, one was a <laughs> nope. guy who couldn't help himself, and one was a guy who just, you know. Nope. They're did both, they were both one. phoenixes destined to rise from the ashes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Kirsten I, Dunst I, You know what? I, I think these rumors don't go far enough. If mm-hmm. you ask me, which you didn't really, mm-hmm. but I'm going to speak up here. <laughs> I will get invested emotionally when they reveal that they have reached out to that famous voice actor who did Spider-Man in the 60s cartoon show. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, hell he's yeah. famous. We all love him. I don't know what his name he's is. He's definitely alive. He's, he's got to be alive. I mean, come no on, question. baby. Don't be dead on me. Uh-uh, no way. Uh, <laughs> my big hope is that we... That dude was 40 when they made that cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Get... Get him some stem cells, stat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We got to go. put 20. him in the Lazarus pit. My or big just, hope is that we what? get like, Nicholas Hammond from the 70s live action show and we get him to. Yes. Like, there he's you just go. In, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's still around. He was. Let's get it. He's Let's great. do it. We could, get him, we could get him to do that scene again where he sees another Spider Man and he goes, That's right, Peter. I'm you, you're me, and this <laughs> is a gun. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. What about the one from the porno that you freaks watched? <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's get him. Whatever his fucking name was. <laughs> Brian Driller or whatever the fuck. These guys did like a f- series of podcasts about the Spider-Man porno. More than one? Well, yeah. not to, on be my, clear, not to, to, to be clear, just to not, get this not, out not there. Not on Ryan's family-friendly pod. We have not made some other we, degenerate pod yeah. no, that appears on the dark web. No <laughs> podcast episodes have been made. Um, matter of fact, uh, Ethan made some YouTube videos about it. I'm not even involved. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm listen. I'm not ashamed. It's fascinating, and I think everybody should look into <laughs> it's it. Fucking um, hilarious. Anyway, it's hold on. I want to tell How Sam about one the other actor thing. from the okay. the 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 1970s Japanese live action. Mm. Oh Supita Man. Supita Man. Yes. <laughs> the emissary yes. of hell. <laughs> Call up his rep. I get did, him involved. I want Sam to know who he's dealing with here. Um, Ethan also okay. recut Spider-Man Three. I did. He made did. a full I, Ethan I, cut. I Ethan did. Cut. I support I reco- that. 
I, I we screened it for our fans. They said that I fixed Spider-Man three. I don't mean to brag, uh, but they're like, you did it. Uh, you're mm-hmm. the next Sam Raimi, and I said, thank mm-hmm. you. You did it. Um, mm-hmm. So Can you like just broad strokes for me because we ain't got all yeah. day. Yeah, just broad yeah. strokes for you. First of all, was your cut longer or shorter? Way shorter. Yeah, way shorter. shorter. Okay. Yeah. And then just broad strokes. What what was the the aim or the goal? Kind of like what, yes. what was the thesis? All right, we're talking the, about right. them. We're talking about the supplements. Right. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Ryan, are you over thing. this? Ryan, are you gonna tap <laughs> out? <laughs> <laughs> the the main thing is that I cut out the entire plot thread of Sandman killed Uncle Ben because that really okay. just for okay. that for me fucks the whole trilogy. Like it really undermines yeah. the story. Right. I took that mm-hmm. out. Uh, which you surprisingly can take it out without uprooting too much of the rest of the story. Um, mm-hmm. And I also tried to calm down how much of a like an asshole Peter is before he gets the black suit in that movie, because he's very mm. like egotistical before he even gets the black suit in that movie, and it leads right. to a lot of the sillier stuff later. So you tone some of that down, you tone down a bit of the silliness in the back half of the movie, so you take the black suit more seriously. There's a lot of great deleted scenes uh, that make the black suit a lot creepier and show his like intoxication mm. with it. Um, there's a really great emotional scene with Sandman and his daughter that was cut from the movie that actually I used as hit the end of his plot in the movie. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of just mixing things around, taking little bits here and there out. I shortened a lot of the dancing. <laughs> There's a lot less dancing. I think you should uh, just that. Uh, no, Fuck I don't. The no, Ethan cut. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Ethan cut. Nah, man, it's great. Unrelease the Ethan cut. Bury the Ethan cut. You're right. You're right. More dancing. Now, you know. You were with me until you talked about taking out the dancing. There's still Bullshit. some dancing. Don't get me wrong. I didn't. The take dancing it all is out. still present. Uh, the dancing might, might as well less. reduce the time of the robot in Rocky Four. <laughs> mm, nope, nope, no Rocky Four without the robot. That's right. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Yeah. It made coffee. That's yeah. what I've always said. Yeah. Now I know robot, a uh, straight from three to five. <laughs> I know a nice breezy, you know, uh, two-hour. Uh, version of Spider-Man 3 sounds appealing, but what if I told you you could watch a three and a half hour long version of both amazing Spider-Man movies? What if I, what if I, yeah, he, he cut those there? into a super film. Ooh, wow. Super movie. Three and a half. Super that's, movie. That's Oscar bait. I don't Oscar know bait. about Oscar <laughs> bait Spider-Man Wait, movie. is that, is that longer than the total running time of both movies put together? No, no absolutely no. not. <laughs> it's, a, no. it's a new, it's a shorter right. version of both movies put together into one movie. Yeah. yeah, I have yeah. never done anything like that in my entire life. No. Yeah, because you're not I'm a not. you're because you're not cool, Ryan. I think you're a nerd. I ha- the only way I do anything <laughs> is if somebody if there's money involved. Ryan's like <laughs> I make real Spider-Man content. Player. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's probably why. Because from oh, the age of fifteen, fuck. I've been a professional Spider-Man artist. Shit. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, he got us on that one, Ethan. Well, you know, we do we do we do talk a lot of Spider-Man on here and there is one <laughs> other piece of Spider-Man news which is all oh, this shit yeah. that's been coming out about the new video game uh, cuz we've been finding out that mm. about the remastered version of the video mm-hmm. game that's coming out on the PS5. Not only will it include the rubbery Andrew Garfield suit that Griffin and I oh. love so much, that but it, it it yeah, it is. And also very controversially, it's going to Peter Parker's got a new face in it. His face is completely different than it was in the game originally, and he looks a lot more like Tom Holland. But it's not based off Tom Holland. It's based off of, like, a different model. But he specifically looks uh, a lot more like Tom Holland. 
Uh, and they say it's to make him fit more with the vote, the vo the vocal capture. Um, but I don't know. It's weird, and people are upset about it. Well, so they, <laughs> Ryan, they do you they give a shit? They de-aged him a little bit. They wanted to get the the high school thing. Right? They didn't. No, they didn't intend to de-age him. It seems at all. He's oh. he's the same age and everything. The the model just looks a little bit younger. So, uh, <laughs> I, well, yeah. okay. So then, yes, if they chose a model that looked younger, then yes, they de-aged yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know I'm saying in canon, he's still like his his girlfriend's this also 28 or whatever the fuck they are in this thing. Like that, he he's the same age. He just looks younger. Ha no. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know he's 28? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like they, they say it in the game. I think he's what twenty four. He's like twenty four. He says he's, he says he's been Spider Man for eight years in the game. Okay, you guys are too much nerds. I think we need to pass on this because I can't keep up with oh all this God. information. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. But being Spider Man for eight years doesn't mean he's twenty eight. No, he's not twenty eight. He's like twenty four. I was exaggerating. He started he being Spider Man like when he was four. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I I will say I thought that the last one. I kind of wish they were almost more cartoony because I don't like that mm. sort of uncanny valley realistic mm. look. Like it, mm. it just it, it bothers me and I feel like they could just, you know, do away with that. Like they could make Kingpin bigger and boxier. Nope. Nope. We need to be moving towards realism and all forms of art. Cut his mic for the rest Cut of his time. Cut his mic. Um, Hi, Griffin. <laughs> you're fired. Uh, no, but Straight I two, I just uh, <laughs> oh, shit. beyond that, I, I guess I don't care fine okay great what about awesome. you sam sam do you care <laughs> all right sam cool. do you care uh, i i i i i played a little bit of the first game it was a lot of fun but i don't have a playstation i'm probably not gonna get one okay right, I, have, cool. I have one quick question <laughs> Moving on. amen one quick question all right are you a big more of a Mar were you more of a marvel guy growing up or more of a dc guy uh i was more of a marvel guy growing up for okay. sure i was like a marvel zombie uh at one point but um like there, there are some DC books from that era that are among my favorite books from back then and and now. Um, who's yeah. your Who's your favorite character? Is it Is it not Spider Man? Are you Are you wrong? <laughs> my favorite Marvel character. Yeah. Now or then? I guess just in general, it doesn't have to. You can pass. Like back, back then, Wolverine was my favorite character. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Basic. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, no, I you know I, I, that that was like. Early '90s, late '80s, so like everybody was just like, "Wow, this Wolverine is cool!" Like this Wolverine is guy cool. is the shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. So there, Wolverine was a, a a good pick, and I was a, a very much an X Men head. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I, I read all the Spider Man books too. I liked Spider Man a lot, but like Fuck Wolverine, yeah. uh, She Hulk, I really liked the She Hulk books. Um, I I had a a quest to collect every book that She Hulk was in. This is way back in the day. I don't think I ever really fully collected it. Um, but uh, I, I really like that John Byrne She-Hulk book, mm -hmm. which I think is interesting because there's so much of that book that presages what Harley Quinn became. Yeah. In terms yeah. of being a, yeah. a, a funny character, a, a character who serves as commentary on comic books and the publisher itself. Right. A character who breaks the right. fourth wall, like all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. All right. Anyway. Hell yeah. The long, but, long answer to your question, Ryan. But I just wanted to know if you love Spider-Man enough or not, because that's important to <laughs> that's us. That's life in the biz, Ryan. Yeah. You ask a question, you get an answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it is in the podcast game. That's Ryan. right. <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues, Stegman. I've only been doing a podcast for a year. You were on DC Daily at 450 times. You know how it works. 
Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning at your altar. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Ethan. We could talk about Spider-Man all day, but there's other stuff going on. We got a couple of trailers. Just today, we got the trailer for the Invincible animated series. Did you see oh, that, Ryan? I did, oh, I did not. I've been seeing all the seen uh, stuff that Otley posts um, on yeah. Instagram, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's so cool, especially that Corey Walker's I, working on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And a murderer's row of, very, of voices. Yeah. yeah. So the the cool. cast is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it looks really fucking faithful. Like, the animation doesn't seem to have and like it can make it like like the the animation looked a little bit like flat to me mm-hmm. but not in like a terrible way it just it literally just looks like if the comic book moved it looks like yeah exactly it looks just like Ollie. yeah which is yeah. like why would you fuck with that so good yeah exactly them. yeah totally mm-hmm. it looks great it's super cool to hear jk simmons in there very mm-hmm. excited uh, for mm-hmm. that, it's gonna be great. We also got a trailer just uh, a while back for One Division. We didn't talk about that. Uh, are you guys excited for One Division? Sam, sure, I could be excited for that. Did you did you read Tom? <laughs> did you read Tom's uh, great podcasting? Oh, yeah, I, I I read uh, uh, I read Tom's comic. Of course, it's great. Um, and Tom and Gabe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I think it'll be good. I you know I I. I mean, whatever. They do great stuff in the MCU. Fuck like, yeah. how can you not trust them? I, I there's a part of me that will always have this reaction of like, man, don't fuck this up. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, don't just take like the surface cool elements or the, you know what I mean? Like, don't just take the concept and then like run to the ground. So like, a, yeah. a part of me will always whatever project, whatever studio will always be like a little nervous about it. Um, but but I love those two actors. I think they're both fantastic in their roles. Uh, even when they, you know, the, the odds were kind of stacked against them, yeah. Like, I think they're both great in the the last two Avengers movies, even though it's just a smorgasbord of quote unquote more <laughs> important characters. Uh, yeah. So I I think they I think they earned their spotlight. Totally. Yeah. Very yeah. excited to see that the show looks so eras that they bounce through. It's gonna be cool. Catherine yeah. Han is a. Incredible. Yeah. She's, she's awesome. everything she's in, so yes. I'm very excited to yes. have her in there. Love Catherine Hahn. This mm-hmm. is a, a mm-hmm. Kath, uh, since Griffin got fired, I'm taking over. I'm declaring this a, a Catherine Hahn appreciation pod. I'm all about her. Right. <laughs> the Hahn the yeah. cast. Do you remember her, her like right. one line in um, uh, Anchorman? <laughs> yes. The, yes. It I was do. so awful. <laughs> I knew she was a star right then. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan pointed at her and said, you got the goods, yeah. baby. <laughs> the kid stays in the picture. It's now time for everybody's favorite segment, um, everybody's favorite Anchorman quote. All right, Ryan, Stegman. you go ahead. Ooh. I guess I just did it. All right. Yeah. I don't think that's my favorite, but I'm not. I mean, eat the cat poop. What am I going to do? Impressions of Fred Armisen saying eat the cat poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're all waiting now. <laughs> You you put it I out can't there. Do it. You put All it right. out there. Mm-mm. Just you know what? Just you know, let, let's guys let's proceed with the convo. Let's mm. let Ryan gather whatever yeah. he needs within him. It's gonna <clears> he's gonna, <throat> gonna toss off an impression. I need to get like some lemon juice. Performance, we'll circle so back. Like, we'll circle mm-hmm. back. Yeah. We'll circle yeah. back. And, or Ryan, just when <laughs> we'll you're feeling it back. in the moment, just interrupt. Just just do it. Just just give us please that, yeah. that, that steg magic. I did it. I just did it. Eat the cat poop. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there oh, it is. Wow. I knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. As usual. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Swish. So there's two. 
Here's two more MCU bits, and then we'll do a quick lightning round, and then we're fucking done. All right. Uh, Miss Marvel got cast. Uh, uh, newcomer, I don't know how to say her name, Iman Vellani? I'm not sure, but she's playing uh, Kamala Khan in the Disney Plus series. And Samuel L. Jackson is going to be Nick Fury in seemingly his own Disney Plus series. Where everybody oh, gets a yes. Disney Plus series. <laughs> Amazing. You get a Disney awesome. Plus Samuel show. Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Plus Fury. Show. That's great casting. I didn't yeah, know what I know. do for, for Nick Fury, but Samuel L. Jackson, that's really inspired. I can't, I can't wait to see what yeah. he does with it. <laughs> Ryan doesn't and know I, if I I'm kidding or not. With, I would have gone with Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did he play? Did he play Nick Fury in something? Yeah, he was no, in, uh, I, I, yeah, no, he had he? like a TV movie, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, that, what, Ryan what, pulled what a deep cut from an issue of Comic Scene Magazine. <laughs> what a what a what I do a, wonder sometimes how I know these things. Yeah. You know, like you're just like, why do I know that? What I'm, an I've what never an seen era. It. What an era of those TV Marvel movies like Captain America oh, yeah. and Nick Fury and shit. Oh, and like uh, so the, good. the Hulk series where of made for TV movies where he did um uh, Thor, where they did Thor, Thor and, and Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not I was very obsessed good. Obsessed with the uh, the Flash TV show back in the day. Like yep. the, it was mm. probably like late '80s. Yes, or with, not um, even late, like mid '80s maybe. With what's his face? Who who did that? John Wesley Ship. Oh, what was it? John Wesley yep, Ship? That's right. With Apparently, his giant, he is his giant a lovely foam guy. Muscles. <laughs> yeah, he does seem like a great guy. Um. Apparently, what, what, what the description I heard is that when, um, like, like the way that Christopher Reeve embodied Superman, even off camera, and you're like, man, I, like that's how you feel when you meet him. Like that guy's that's really dope. the Flash. Like I he, love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. So he can run real fast. Yeah, he can run really fast. Yeah, like really, really fast, Ryan. That's yeah. Like you can't even to. see him. He's like a a, a blur. Whoa. Whoa! With yeah. lightning trailing behind him. Sometimes you don't even see him. Just like all the like papers the in like your hand. the comic they book character right Quicksilver. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He moves Some so are fast. Even faster. He could be from one place to another in like a really quick like uh, like a flash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so fast. He just he just <laughs> runs to Italy for pasta every night for dinner. Every once in a yeah. while, he'll just. Pop on over. I think no. Every night, wouldn't you? Yeah, you could do that. I don't know if I'd hit up Italy. (laughs) All right, all right. He needs the car. He needs the carbo load if he's going to be running that much. Yeah, Yeah, he does. That's for sure. All right, listen. Uh, Everybody sounds so disgusted right now. No, I'm. I'm into. I want pasta right now. I got a question. Italiano. We all saw the movie Joker. When you mm-hmm. saw the movie Joker, was it? My question for you all Did is: we? Was what was it the realest thing that you've ever seen? Was it the realest and grittiest thing you've ever seen? I haven't seen it. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, I but yes, see that shit. the answer is yes. <laughs> okay, I cool. It well, it's, it's you were right. The answer is yes. It's the realest and grittiest thing you've ever seen. And apparently, mm-hmm. there's some producers that really want to make a Mr. Freeze movie in that same style. Oh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I can't wait to see Mr. Freeze dancing down the steps to Rock and Roll Part 2. Let's go. Uh, I want, actually, I, I'll say this. I want to see that movie because <laughs> it will be insane. Yeah. What are they going to get, like, Sean Penn to be <laughs> oh, <that's> Mr. Freeze? <laughs> Perfect casting. Let's go. Intense yeah. Sean Penn with his bulging neck veins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. 
See that, but it's gonna have to be something like Mr. Freeze is like a down on his luck guy who has like a skin condition that makes him really cold all the time or something, <laughs> and, and and then like he owes money to the mob, so they like put his wife in a freezer until she's dead or something. It's just gonna it's gotta be the realest version of Mr. Freeze you've ever seen. If they keep doing this though, we're gonna like get a Batman movie where the whole time we're like. Why is he beating up these poor guys? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you sympathetic. Now I sympathize with them all. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Now Batman's a maniac. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Well, Batman isn't. Yeah, maniac, Batman's so nuts. Well, that's what we're getting with have the to, They'll, they'll have to movie. do a Batman. They'll finally have to give Batman his own movie. Oh wow! Yeah, Batman's gonna dance down the stairs. So that's you can't film pedophile. Batman. <laughs> no, it's impossible. Never had it. Too never. Sweet. No um, it is weird when you think about it that, that there's that Batman's such a popular character when really his whole deal, especially in the movies, is just like it's a psychopath who has a ton of money and yeah. beats the crap out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it kind and I love seeing it every time. It kind of oh, sounds yeah. like they might be kind of getting into a little bit of that stuff with the Matt Reeves movie. Uh, he's I think little, so. Yeah, a little unhinged by his own his own doings. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. He's got That's the eyeliner. Cool. The eyeliner's running. So let's do it. His he does violent have the violent deeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love. Mm-hmm. I love so much that the Joker movie was promoted really heavily. Like I feel like with Scorsese's name kind of stuck to it. Like it was like this is kind of Scorsese's oh, yeah. Joker in a way. And like and like there were interviews with like where Scorsese was like asked it about sure it was, like, as if he was but... involved. But he wasn't even kind of involved. He's not listed on anything on IMDb. And when asked recently if he's seen it, he said, "I saw clips of it. I get it." <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you made get Taxi it. It's Driver already. <laughs> yeah, he he already directed that movie once. Yeah, in yeah. the seventies. So if 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 Joker is Taxi Driver, what Scorsese mm-hmm. movie is the Mister Freeze movie? Silence. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, what's what's the Hugo the Hugo movie? Oh Hugo, let's go! <laughs> the young Mister Freeze running yeah. around with the uh, with someone else. That'd be so good. Uh, let me see if I can give a serious answer to this. Actually, you know, it would be a great Scorsese template for a Mister Freeze mm. movie, mm-hmm. bringing out the dead. Mm. Okay, interesting. Okay, or, okay. Am, am I the only one who's seen this movie? No, no, I've no, so movie. I've seen bits and pieces of this movie. It's I haven't seen very my, underrated. You get it. My, you've seen my, clips. I've, you get I've it. seen clips. I get it. It's, <laughs> it's not his top five, but it's very underrated and definitely worth a watch. Interesting. Shut, that was Shutter Island. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. That doesn't make sense. Uh, Raging Bull. Maybe you could do where he's like some. Sort no, of no, no, guys. I've got the perfect answer. You already know it's the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my god. Oh my no, god. No, that's the I Riddler. That that's oh, the, the Riddler. Riddler. You're totally right. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I do have a, I have a, I have a quick take I want to give you on The Wolf of Wall Street, Please. although I don't know is if I've done it on the show. My take on that movie is it would be the funniest movie of all time if it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hilarious. And then you're like, you're yeah, watching, you're like, like, God, uh, but, it, but, but they really did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that scene where he uh, he's on the Quaaludes and he's trying to get into his car and he just fucking can't do it and he, the stairs are a billion yeah. miles long. That shit is so fucking. And good. the the Popeye spinach with the cocaine, everything is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. The movie's an epic. Talk about three-hour yeah. movies. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's right. You guys going to do a fan cam of that movie? Oh, oh hell fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> a fan Recut cut. it. Let's go. The supple cut Recut. of uh, Can you Wolf Can you do Street. a 30-minute? No, 24-minute. So it could Whoa. air as a sitcom. All right, Sam. 24-minute with commercial breaks. I'm going to do it. Next Is this time a challenge? Show, I'm doing Great. it. Great. Yeah, it's a challenge. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, we can All do right, it. All right, cool. I got a few more quick things. Listen, Tom Cruise, he's done it. He's going into outer space. <laughs> he's going, he's Is going that into confirmed? outer space. Yeah, he's officially heading into outer space. Mm. Uh, I didn't know this. What's going on? Is he he's going on a rocket ship? He's going to the space station. Uh, oh my god! No, he's, but probably he's, gonna, he's, he's probably going to do a backflip off of it or something. <laughs> but isn't isn't he doing it? Aren't they shooting part of one of the Mission Impossible's up there? Isn't that the point of him going? I don't know because it's oh my a, so god. it says that he's doing it for a movie with Doug Lyman. Which is not oh, Mission Impossible. Not a Mission Impossible. And then for Mission Impossible, yeah. I think he's like, I don't know if we know what he's doing for Mission Impossible. Uh, like, I did see that he was sitting on top of a train. People saw him sitting on top of a train. But <laughs> How much is enough for this guy? I mean, not, not even financially. Like. <laughs> when does it stop? Dude, he yeah, won't, he won't, he won't stop. Yeah, exactly. He won't but stop if until he's, he's if dead. If he's truly going to top himself, he has to exit the ISS without a spacesuit. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. And float it's away. It's not instant I think, death. It's not instant. I think, he, I, I think he has to do a swan dive into the atmosphere. <laughs> he has to. He has to shoot gravity for real. He has to do yeah, gravity yeah. too with Sandy Bullock. <laughs> but Sandy will be against the green screen, and Tom Cruise will be doing it for real because that's how. Re- that's, that's he's how a real he motherfucker. Yeah. He really is. Oh, he definitely is. I mean, that is going into space <laughs> is one of the things that like. Does my head in the worst? Just thinking about the idea of that, like. Oh really? You know the song. Um, you don't want to go. Uh, what's that? You don't want to go to space? Oh, Griffin. No, I do want to. But I think that Griffin I think was that done that with the show. He'll, he'll be back. He just yeah. he just this is his internet. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do want to go to space, but I, but I feel like if I went to space, I'd be forever changed. Yeah. Like I just yeah. come back and I'd be like, oh, <clears throat> what are you guys doing? Well, he's Why's trying. To, he's he's getting closer to the Scientology roots. He's going into space. He's hoping he's to catch a piece of the mothership to touch yeah. Zenu's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right, Ryan. There's there's that uh, LCD sound system lyric. Astronauts come back, but they're never the same. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be a wise man for once. That's fucking cool. Yeah, you'd be like, now I understand the the purpose of life. It'd be like that video of was it Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin that punched that that guy said he didn't go in that, right. to the moon and he just yeah. decked him. Yeah. Immediately, no thought about it. That's how I'd be. <laughs> that, that's how you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ryan Stegman, you never drew carnage. You never drew carnage. It's bullshit. It was. It was. Uh, it was smoke and mirrors. Artist. Uh, there's a Super Mario animated movie in the works. What Scorsese okay. template should they use for that? <laughs> Oh, good uh, question. The, the, I feel like we're gonna, it's going to actually Taxi Driver again. The, uh, the <laughs> Italian the, the last waltz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casino. Casino's not bad. Um, I think just do Taxi Driver again. Have Mario dancing down the stairs. It'll be good. can't all be Taxi Driver, <laughs> Ethan. That's your solution to everything. <laughs> You're right. Uh. You're right. <laughs> taxi driver Ethan's pitches are all taxi driver meets taxi driver <laughs> <laughs> what a taxi true. driver but he drives a taxi 
Oh my god, imagine. Uh, a little extra detail is that Super Mario the movie is being made by the Illumination, who make Minions and Despicable Me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My, this will, my kids will mm. be all about this. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think they got it. They I mean, made, they it, made it, that it Grinch kind one. Of a, it's a bit of a tragedy that there hasn't been a good Mario movie. I mean, that yeah. one that came out was stupid. Yeah. See, I kind of have a little bit of fondness for that movie. Um, and I, yeah, because you were like two when no, you saw it. No, I hated it when I was a kid, but I went back to it and I was like, oh listen, they were trying to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing with this. And they didn't quite make it, but there there are some elements to it. I think. I don't give points for effort. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not when you take up two hours of my life. I love the way that movie opens with with, with Bob Hoskins, and he's like, "Long ago, the Earth was ruled by dinosaurs." Like that's the first line in the yeah. movie. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I, uh, you know, that's, uh, it, it comes close to being so bad as good, but it really is terminally uninteresting. It is, yeah. it is, it's kind of boring, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, this one will probably be pretty good. They'll probably have a couple yeah. of fart jokes in there, like that new Grinch movie. Um, that one, that new Grinch movie wasn't, wasn't great. No. Oh, no. hot take from Ryan over here. Very unforgettable. I've watched it twice. I've got children. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted it to be good because it looked great. It just felt flat. Right. Well, hey, maybe Mario will too. That's the end of pop culture news. Uh, that that takes us out. We'll do the theme again. Damn, we did it. <laughs> Culture news. Ryan, don't don't choke on your dongle, Ryan. Don't choke Which on your I dongle, Ryan. I don't know how many times I've had to tell you, Ryan. Don't choke on your dongle. <laughs> All right, we have another segment right now, okay. and <clears throat> we're going to take a back seat here to for um. This is called uh, Ethan nerds out. I feel uh, like I, I feel like I just talked for forty five minutes. <laughs> you just got t- you've been Ethan tagged nerds in, out Ethan. on what? On, on you, Sam. Sam. Oh, nerd all over you, Sam. The fuck. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I guess mm-hmm. it is all my right, time. All right. Ryan okay. was like, it's "Your time Ryan, to shine." Take Ryan it away. was like, "What are Make we doing?" The, Ryan was like, "What are we doing this episode?" And uh, we were like, "I don't know, Ryan. What are we doing this episode?" And then Ryan was like, "Do you want to just tell Sam that you like his work?" And I was like, "I can do, yeah, I guess." <laughs> well, I like this. I like this a lot. You can do this Sam. I really episode. like your work. I really like your comics. Um, oh, really? I, tell me more. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about Dial H for Hero a little bit. I really okay. do. Yeah, it's like Dial H. Because I was really excited when Wonder Comics kicked off, and yeah. I, that was such a cool line. And it was I don't know I don't know anything about like the reception or sales or anything. I haven't really followed mm-hmm. that. But like, man, Wonder Twins and Young Justice and Dial H for Hero, mm-hmm. like such a cool, mm-hmm. unique line. And Dial H for Naomi. Hero, but particularly, was, yeah, Naomi's fantastic. Um, right. And and Dial H for Heroes so unique uh, and was so unlike what else is coming out of DC at the time. How did it come to be? If you haven't already answered that question too many times, because I want to know how it materialized. Uh, well, the the way it really materialized is Brian Bendis was like, I'm I'm doing an imprint. Uh, I'll have more details later, but I want you to do a book. And I was like, Great, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then and later he he loves the story because later he was like, he's like, okay, here's here's the book. Are you ready? I was like, cool, I'm ready. Let's do this. He goes, Dial H for Hero, and I went, eh. Oh, 
okay. See, cause that was that was <laughs> my next that, that was my next question like, was, was like, if really? you have a particular attachment to Dial H because I had never read the like, Dial H comic before. Dial H for you, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, no, just like go back, go back and and like check it out. Like go yeah. read into it, go dive into it. If you still feel that way, I get it. But uh, he was right because he's a, a good writer and uh, a good friend. Uh, he he knew that there was there was a match in there waiting to happen, um, right. so it's it's the kind of thing when you know somebody like that uh, tells you no go back, like yeah. really take a look at this you know whatever the context is like you you really go back and take a look because people will see things for you in places that you don't see, um, right. and then uh, I was I was really psyched for it I really had no attachment to it whatsoever. Right. I, I'm sure I must have, but I, I don't know that I really read any Dial H for Hero comic before that. Mm-hmm. Um, was the last time that it was touched, the New 52 one? That, was that yes. the last? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, China, I'm so sorry, dude, but I, I'm always going to bangle his name. <laughs> any, anybody know how to really pronounce the name? Melville? Nope. Melville? I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. China, dude, I'm really sorry. I always mangle your name. I'm really sorry. Um, anyway, that was the most recent one. Um, mm-hmm. But what one thing I thought that was really interesting right from the start is that it's a book about every time you dial, you get transformed into a different superhero. And every time they relaunch Dial H for Hero, it's with a different protagonist and yeah. a different tone and a different status quo and a different aim. Right. So right there, I was like, well, the gauntlet's already been thrown. Like we like we're gonna we're gonna start from scratch here. We're gonna have an new protagonist a new setting a new you know reason to be um but it's also you know legacy is the is the beating heart of dc comics that's what that's what makes dc comics go so i, I wanted to get robbie uh in there the original protagonist of uh yes. dial h for hero um yes. so there was that and then i had this kind of like fantasy in my head that like every time a character used the H dial and transformed that the comic would transform as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Fuck yeah. Like like if I could, I would make the reader transform. You know right. what I mean? Like <laughs> right, if right. I could, like that would be the ultimate experience. So like the next closest thing you could do is make like the reading experience transform. Mm-hmm. Um and that didn't really become a reality until we got Joe Canonis on board. Right. Um Oh my Joe god, he's Canone. so good. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's so good. Incredible. Um, and and our colorist Jordan Gibson and our letterer uh, Dave Sharp. They they were the ones who really really made that happen. I just typey typey and shit. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. why don't you put Boivius and Frank Miller, Sin City and Peanuts in the same panel together? <laughs> Period. Save email. <laughs> you know, like they're the ones who actually got to do it. So having. When, when we got Joe, it was great for a number of reasons. One is, is that Joe and I had been talking about working together for a while. Um, and, you know, we had we had spent many a, a convention tabling next to each other, doing the bit that we were doing earlier before we hit record, where we'd be like, hey, remember that time when Batman did that thing? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was, yeah, that, that was cool. That was, that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> So we knew we were, like, on the same page on just, like, kind of what we dug and what we thought was cool and funny or or weird. Um, And then, you know, I I, I told Joe this idea about the transformation. 
and you know, it wasn't just transforming the art style, but it was transforming the storytelling itself. Like the number of panels on the page and the page layouts and the coloring, of course, but also the texture of the coloring um, and and the lettering, but also like having logos and shit in there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether or not we used uh, dialogue captions or we used thought bubbles or, um, you know, how wordy the balloons were, you know, like, right, like right. everything. Like we if we could have changed the made the staples rusty, we would have done that, too. Um, right. We, we even there's that 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 one issue where we made it look as if there was a mini comic stapled yes. into the middle of the so comic. Cool. The comic itself was like Bruce Tim. And the, the mini comic was like Daniel Clouds, like April. It's bananas. Um, That's awesome. So, but it, so like I'm, you know, like pitching all this to Joe, and he's like, great, great. We do the first issue, and the first issue has uh, like a, a early '90s uh, image comics takeoff, like a lot of mm-hmm. Liefeld and Silvestri and McFarlane and stuff. And um, when that issue was over, I asked Joe, I "Was like, okay, how?" how was that for you in my in my heart primarily in my head my heart i was like i have to be prepared for joe to come back and say that was fun and it was cool but it really killed me and i can't we can't do that all the time you know what i mean like like it it was it 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 was great i loved it but that is a big ask for an artist right ryan like that oh yeah that that, oh i i would have said no i can't do that (laughs) (laughs) Joe seems but like Joe, he's built for it. I don't know if you saw the other day there was a Twitter trend where artists were doing that like same artist thing where they do four totally yeah. different mm. pieces and like they're kind of like, you know, this was all me. And Joe's were like completely, it's like, oh yeah, okay. You're, and they're you're quite... all from the pages of Dial H for Hero. Yeah, they were. They're, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. pieces from Dial H. Um, awesome. But Joe, Joe was immediately like, no, it was awesome. Let's do it again. He was like, let's do two styles next issue. And I was like, two? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Let's put, let's put multiple styles in the same panel. I was like... Joe, if you keep saying that to me, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm eventually gonna write something that you're not gonna. It's gonna be too hard to draw. So you, I was like, whenever you want, you're gonna have to pump the brakes because if you tell me to go for it, I'm gonna fucking go for it. Oh yeah. Which I did, uh, but there there was so much back and forth. We had this amazing Google Doc that was all the styles that we wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. and, not, and not just individual artist styles, but eras, um, and also like different countries and regions of the world, like different disciplines of comics, what comics right. means in Europe versus Brazil versus Japan versus, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it just became this like running list of like shit that we love so much that we wanted to, um, we desperately wanted to rip it off. I'm sorry. We wanted to homage. It. <laughs> yes. We homage. To yes. Homage it. Uh, I remember when I reached the, the Dragon Ball homage. That was such a crazy time because at the time I was reading all of Dragon Ball, and then I got to that bit, and it was yeah. like literally just like reading that net right next to it. It was so wild, and so that one really hit me. I was like, oh my god, that's so that's fucking awesome. cool. <laughs> so it was a blast, and we actually we compiled all those names, and we wanted, right. and we sent it to DC. We were like, hey, can we? we want to put this list. It was like, thank you so much. And we like went back, even the colors that we aped and the letters that we pulled reference from and stuff. And we had this long list of people that we were like, you know, with special acknowledgement, thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for letting us rip you off or whatever. Uh, and DC refused to, to print it in the trade paperback. It was so dumb. It was so some dumb. sort of legal, some, some legal hoo-ha. I yeah. Of like, if you, 
you it, you know if you uh, if you admit that you are like homaging something or somebody did something that you're doing now then it's like I don't know yeah then an artist has a claim that will give all comic book freelancers uh, uh, rights and benefits and uh, better royalty rates and we don't want that so right our list didn't make it in man it's a damn shame that blows you want to read the whole list right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) you got time hell yeah Uh, we sh- we should just post it. We should just post it on our Twitter or whatever. We didn't we didn't bother and go back to collate it for the second trade because we knew we weren't, we weren't gonna get it in. Right. Um, and the second trade was like even way more and more. That Daily Trio was crazy because all the initial um, Young Justice books were slated for six issues, except for Young Justice. Right. Um, wait, did I call it Wonder Comics or Young Justice? The Young all the Justice, initial Wonder yeah, Comics Wonder books, Comics, yeah. except for Young Justice, were slated for six issues. Um, but they did so well that they extended, uh, to 12 issues. Mm -hmm. Um, but we didn't get that heads up until, uh, we were like deep into issue six. So Joe and I were already like, (laughs) ready to wrap up. We got six issues. We're, we're going to throw it. We're going to leave it all on the table. Yeah. We're going to put it all on there. And then it was like. You got six more issues. We were like, holy shit. First of all, that never fucking happens. Second of all, <laughs> we get to do this for another six issues. That fucking rules. Third reaction is like, what are what are we going to do? Like, <laughs> we didn't save anything. We didn't mm-hmm. think we were, that was ever going to happen. So that became a really fun challenge slash nightmare that kept me up at night. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, you know, again, like Joe is so down and he's so fucking brilliant. Uh, in the way that he handled it, as was Jordan um, yeah. and uh, Dave. And we had incredible editors, uh, Andy Corey to begin with, and then Alex Antone and Andrea Shea, who, like, really put a lot of trust in us, you know, uh, when we would say, like, this is what we're going to do for this issue or whatever. Or, you know, there's right. an issue, one of the, the issues that Joe had to, uh, we had to get Joe back on track, so it was drawn primarily by uh, Paulina Gachineau, um, where I told the story out of order, like right. each left-facing page was the story moving forward, and then you got to the end, and then each right-facing page was a story but going in reverse. Right. Um, yeah, they were like, "Okay, sure, if you, if you do it, all right, okay, cool, let's do it." I think um, uh, this is like one of the best sales pitches ever that we've had on this show for a, a book. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. for people to go and buy it right away, for real. It's, it's, really? it's I, I have oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. get a chance to read it because I'm, you know, I, I only read things that are from like Ryan. 1990. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude. laughs> I'm like 1990 and and before, but uh, I really want to see this now. And I mean, I love Joe's work, so yeah, uh, I mean, amazing. Not even false modesty or anything, but you, you just gotta flip through it for Joe's work because it's incredible. And then by the by the time we hit issue 12. He's just doing riff on riff on riff. He's like fucking Joe Montana out there doing plays <laughs> like nobody's ever seen before. You know what I mean? And making it look mm-hmm. effortless and like, you know. We, I mean, we, for real, that 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 blows my mind that he was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll do these different styles. I mean, yeah. that just doesn't even register and he with didn't me. Even, be he like, didn't uh, but when do the characters punch each other in the face? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, don't don't the, worry, the, Ryan. It, we it, got that too. We got plenty of punching. I, I need people to punch each other. I need big panels of 
I mean, garbage I, I, just flying around her. You know, I, I I should specify that every issue was a conversation between me and Joe with that list. Right. You know, and that list, mm-hmm. that Google Doc was divided up, and I was like, look, you have power of attorney over this because you you're the one who's gonna have to draw it. And I was like, if there's something you're not interested in drawing or you don't think you're gonna draw it well, like we're just gonna put it at the bottom of the list and like, mm-hmm. yeah, no that's deal. so cool. Yeah, that but there really there cool. were a lot of things where like at first Joe didn't want to do it or opted out you know it was like i don't think so and then kind of by the end i was like what about for this section like what if we like pulled this and he was like okay yeah i think i like linda berry was one where like at mm-hmm. first he was like not interested or, or whatever but then like when i was like what if we do linda berry for this like really emotional flashback he's like oh okay. shit, okay gotta do it uh crazy yeah. cat was another one which we got in real real briefly I, uh, I, it's one of those series where if you pick it up, if you just pick it up off the shelf and you flip through it, you're going to buy it. Cause like the amount of stuff that you see is going to immediately capture your attention. There's so much going on and it's a really great book. You obviously have a huge body of work with Marvel. You've got great, you've got great stuff coming out of image and everything, but of course you're largely a DC guy. And I got to ask you my most pressing DC question, uh, oh, of God. the last couple of years, which is, uh, what so legion of superheroes slash bugs bunny what is <laughs> what was that did you request that or was that given to you or what um i i, I here here's how it went down uh dan didio I, i'll love him forever for giving me that book and yeah, right. that that was one where he's like i can't everybody's got a good dan didio impression i don't but he, yeah. he was like we're doing this thing the fifth week event, we're, we're doing Looney Tunes uh, and the DC superheroes. We're putting them together. And this is the one you're going to do. Bugs Bunny and Legion Superheroes. Hell and I was yeah. just blown away. because, And he was smiling because he knew, he knew and knows how much I love Legion of Superheroes. That's one of the best combos I, that you can be I given in that event as well. All the time. I yeah. pitch him on it all the time. And, uh, and, he, uh, and we also used to like... Just like at lunch or whatever, we after we talk about business, we just like shoot the shit about like our favorite Looney Tunes and stuff. So he knew mm-hmm. that I love Bugs Bunny. Um, so it was it was like quite a gift, like a gift you could never like imagine somebody giving to you. You would just never conceive of it. Um, yeah. But it was so it was so fucking fun, and yeah. uh, Tom Grummet drew it, which is amazing. I love Tom mm-hmm. Grummet. Uh, he was a blast to work with. He he was one where I was like, you could go one of two ways with Bugs Bunny like you could draw him like on model and then have the Legion be like drawn like a like Tom Grummet or or you could do like a version of Bugs Bunny that's your own you know but again he like he like did the two styles like concurrently side by side throughout the whole thing he did like it looks like straight off of Warner Brothers like merchandising model sheets how good his his Bugs Bunny was yeah absolutely Um, but you know he was like you know throwing carrots at Saturn Girl whatever the fuck I wrote I don't know (laughs) Uh, but uh, that 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 might be my one and only chance ever to write the Legion and I I I scratched that fucking itch Uh, I dug deep into my my favorite era of the Legion the Dave Cockrum Mike Grell era and pulled out every cliche from that era every uh reference i wanted to throw in rigelian fever um oh, all yeah. the the I, I abused the editor caption notes uh like just ev- everything i could because i was like i was like again like i'm not gonna leave anything on the table this is the last time i write uh a legion comic book i'm gonna do everything i want like make uh, brainiac the hero 
So yeah, absolutely. I did it. I yeah. I've uh, I've gotten to probe you about things I'm particularly interested in, but of course you've got so much great shit with Image and and Boom Studios and everything. Is there something specific that to our legions of listeners that you want to boost <laughs> during your time on, in Man, the spotlight? I don't know because I'm I'm not on anything right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. My last mm-hmm. issue of Harley came out. Uh, right. I time for everybody Muso horribly weird but i think it was in august my last issue was 75 yeah it was yeah yeah um that was incredible because of the artist line it was a jam issue and i got to work with uh nicola scott and emmanuel lupacino and ramon villalobos and ngozi Mm. ukazu and uh joe canones again and riley rossmo at the end and sammy basri who was our regular address or address a regular artist uh Mm -hmm. he did uh the whole framing sequence so it's just such an incredible every single one of those artists obviously I worked with Joe before but every single one of those artists have, were artists that I wanted to work with the day I stepped into DC yeah right and and every single Riley's one of those the artists, best uh, Riley's incredible he did it's so a dream good team. on that short yeah. it's a, a truly incredible dream team uh, Ngozi uh, is, is definitely kind of like the, the most uh, wild card to people in the direct market but her uh, web comic slash now print comic check please is incredible. Ooh, it's one of my favorite that. comics yeah. of the past decade or so. I've been a huge fan. Her Kickstarters regularly do six figures. Um, she is a badass and she's funny as fuck and she does incredible art. So I I was so happy I finally got to work with her on a DC comic. Uh, yes, the perfect time. Uh, anyway, I can't remember. Oh yeah, so I'm like. There's a there's things I'm working on, of course, but just like everybody else, so you can't talk about it. But like I'm off the treadmill for the first time, right? In years, since maybe 2012, um, and it's fucking great. Mm. It's wow, so yeah. nice. awesome. Like I, it, it it's really a weird time for it to like the, this crossroads to happen with like the pandemic and everything, um, but it's really been an amazing time to not have multiple deadlines in a month for the first time in since 2012 or whatever i right. it's, it's incredible right Ryan, ryan's over there gritting his teeth as he's like trying to meet his deadline while we talk <laughs> <laughs> i've been i will say i've been i've slowed down so much during the pan- they moved my deadline back and it's okay. just now coming back my deadlines like oh. just starting to like actually close in and yeah. so I did have a nice, like, uh, leisurely life there for a little while, at least. Yeah. Are you actually well, you know, standing up? I thought you were joking. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm standing up. <laughs> what? Nice. You can tell by the way he's, he's wobbling. Yeah, I just noticed. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, I, mean, uh, I have... Go, go ahead. He's not that tall. I mean, look, he's, he's yeah. about to hit the ceiling. I've got right? a very low yeah. ceiling. Um, You're going to start standing okay. while you draw? Be one of those <clears throat> standing desk guys? I do stand while I draw, actually, No yeah. shit. Wow. In your face, Ethan. Oh my face. god! I'm a lazy piece of <laughs> Didn't shit. Didn't see I it guess. coming. We gotta stand uh, well, where we're right now, not, Ethan. When you're 39, you start to realize that your body is just like eating itself. What's really upsetting is, of course, I stand at work all day, and then I come home, and you'd think I'd want to just kick my feet up and and chill for a bit. Nah, I stand there and I eat. I stand at the table and I eat my food. It's so stupid. <laughs> That's because you're a freak, though. Um, but You're a I, monster. I, I, know. I wanted to say that. Uh, so our friend Stephen Wacker, Ryan, mm-hmm. you know Wacker. Love Steve. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy, not mm-hmm. funny at all. 
He's not a, he's not a funny guy. Important that you know. You got to yeah. go into it knowing that not, he's not funny. Not it's, funny. It's kind of jarring. How uh, he he's, 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 he's hilarious, and he's incredibly smart. And he said something that really stuck with me years ago, which is that in comic books, we do a really terrible job of letting the audience miss us. Yeah. We do a bad job of going away and letting people miss us and then being mm-hmm. psyched when we come back. And there's right. a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of reasons. It's not just like our fuck up, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. there's a lot of reasons for that. And uh, I, I'm, I'm here to say for any creator out there listening, uh, it is great to take a break and get off the treadmill for a little bit. You know, we, we all, right. all want to do like our, our creator-owned projects, our side projects or whatever. And, and we can and we do develop them while we're working on Spider-Man or Harley Quinn or whatever. But mm-hmm. it really is truly freeing to not have those constant deadlines while you're trying to develop things. And now I'm working on mm-hmm. shit that I couldn't even conceive of working on before I got off the right. treadmill. I'm working on something. It's not a comic book. It's not comic book related mm-hmm. at all. It's something... He's recutting so a wild. movie. Oh, oh yeah. shit. I'm doing a fan cam of Prometheus. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, can't, I can't say what it is, but I'll, I'll say it's going to be something that nobody will ever expect me to do, and I'm dead certain that I'll be the first hyphenate of this. Like, comic book creator hyphen blank. Like, there, no, like, Singer. Uh, like nobody, Singer. nobody else has ever done this before. This, I'll be the first. All right, awesome. Yeah. You're have to DM oh, me you're about beating that. Tom Cruise to space? No shit. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna be comic book artist slash astronaut mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> slash uh, 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 comic book creator slash creator of international space station disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's it. Good. Okay. I think we're about at the end, but I have one very important question for you, Sam. Yes, please. That these guys aren't going to understand at all. Okay. Can't wait. Best Peloton instructor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. Jess King is my queen. Okay. (laughs) I like Jess King. She is the best. I I have a lot of favorites. I have a lot of instructors that I love, but Mm -hmm. Jess King is my favorite. What about you? I'm an Emma Lovewell guy. Oh, I like her music choices. Yeah. <laughs> so and good. I like Allie Love and Robin Arzon and Matt Wilpers. Those are my four. All right, Matt Ethan. Wilpers. Uh, favorite Matt Doritos Wilpers flavor. Is like... I mean, yeah, who's R- your favorite? R- Ryan makes us, f- we make Ryan feel old. Ryan makes us feel fucking schlubby. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Ryan and I just this week became friends on Peloton. We follow each other on Peloton, yep. which means we can see uh, our like workout history. Ryan's a beast. Oh Ryan's, Ryan's God. Yes. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say I have I have I mean my legs probably weigh twice as much as yours, but <laughs> <laughs> Ryan yeah, no, I, Ryan's got I, a lot I of workouts. For, You're almost four hundred oh, yeah. workouts as I recall, right? Yeah, and I delete some of them because I'll delete the like the recovery workouts because I don't want those to mess up my Wow. What a beast. purist. On here, beast. Like you won't, you won't, you'll delete like your post dry, like your, your cool down yeah. rides and shit. Because I, I want, I want that number to motivate me to like move mm. past it, you know? So yeah. if that mo- number is brought down by all those other ones, then I don't know what I'm really shooting for. Yeah. Why aren't are you... we sponsored by Peloton yet? What is this? What oh are you God. doing? They Send them a fucking email about it. Boatloads of money. They got boatloads of money. We should yeah. at least get a commission. 
They're like my favorite company in the world. God yeah. damn it. All right, we got to reach out to them. I, I, I was like, I, I know it's bougie, and I know they're like this and that or whatever, but like I got the bike, and it fucking delivers. Like the whole yeah. package is fucking great. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, Just since like July, I want to say. Okay. I ordered in April and I didn't get it till July because right. instantly so popular. I was like not an original thinker on that one. But um, yeah, so just since July. Oh, you, you want to know who the real beast is? Who? Ryan Panagos. I oh. saw he's got I saw that he's got a ton of workouts on there. Yeah. Incredible. And like all kinds of workouts, like right. everything. Like he's got the strength. He's got the stretches. He's got the meditation. He's got the yoga, like everything. <laughs> Yeah, when you when when you and I became friends, I went and looked at who you were following, and I realized yeah. there was a cup, or at least I think that's where I got Ryan from. That yeah, and so I followed him. Yeah, there's there's some comics people on there that I for a while I only had three or four people, and then just like since Matt Wilson posted about it, mm-hmm. uh, then I then I saw yeah I followed people. him. <clears throat> Donnie's on there, but he seems to have given up, and Mitch Garrett's has about two workouts. But I got Mitch. I got Mitch for a on long there. time. I wasn't. Yeah. You're, I wasn't just, you're just, out, you're just outing these guys. These, these guys private <laughs> well, peloton well, history. Ryan Lee, who we're going to have an episode with, he's the artist of Mountainhead. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do an episode with him someday. Uh, sometimes I'll screen grab, I'll, I'll take a photo of his zero workouts <laughs> and just text it to him. Zero Brutal. workouts in the last 30 days. What's going on, Ryan? That's, that's why they have it. Peer pressure. Yeah. That's why they have the mm-hmm. feature. All right, that's enough of that. We're ruining this podcast right now. Oh wait, damn it! I, 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 I gotta shout out my other favorites. I also really love uh, Alex Toussaint and uh, uh-huh. Cody Rigsby and uh, Hannah yep. Frankson and um, uh, Leanne Hainsby. I, I like Leanne Hainsby, and I yeah, Cody is my wife's favorite, and I do love Cody, but he's so excited shit. sometimes. Oh, and sometimes yeah. I'm like, well, Robin's the same way. It. Where I'm like, today. Today I want a little something, something a little more chill. You, yeah, you can't always you can't always face Cody Rigsby. You can't always do yeah. Cody XO. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you need like you're just like selecting the low impact right on the slide. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> uh, very relatable. Yeah. I agree. That's yes, guys, that's good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Is that I, the end of the yeah, podcast? <laughs> Take us out, Griffin. Oh, with energy. Damn. Okay, okay. Big energy, baby. Come on, you got this. Come Dig on, deep. psych yourself Dig up. Deep. Slap yourself in the face. He froze. Yeah, there, oh, we, there go. we go. I'd probably have more energy if uh, I had just gotten done with a workout on my brand new Peloton. Here to tell you about our sponsor, Peloton. That's right. For the episode, <laughs> That's everybody. offer code STEG. That's S T E G. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Sam, thanks so much for coming on, man. It's been an absolute Absolutely. blast to have you back someday Bros, for another thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of episodes. Fun. This went That's by so fast. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, time yeah. flies yeah. when you're talking about Peloton. Uh, I will say, <laughs> Sam, this was one of our better ones. You're welcome back anytime. Absolutely. Hey. This. Well, will you make me beg for it? No, this time I'll, okay. I'll just invite you. Okay. Sam, let me, I'll, let, I'll, me I'll, let me be the first one to tell you, you have on-air potential. You do. <laughs> you do. Thank you, thank you. Well, you I, made it into the upper echelon. This is a lot of fun. So hell yeah, thank <laughs> right. you for having me. 
Ryan gave you the official seal of approval, the official one of our better ones seal of yeah. approval. <laughs> yeah, baby. Basically, what that means what is this for. was not the Dennis Hopeless episode. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that, was our lo- that was our low point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That was a lower point than losing the Jerry Duggan episode. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Brutal. Dennis had, he had people working on his floor in his house. And so he just good. like. God. Went outside, like right by the door, it seemed. <laughs> and we did the episode anyway. Like and it right was next just, to the it hammer. Was a disaster. Yeah. yeah. It's brutal. My vow to you is I will never do that. Appreciate it. Wow. I'll you never so do much. that. You. That's my Sam? vow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means a lot to us. I, Guys, because you know I'm a pro. I'm a pro's pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You already know what it is. You know where to follow us. Uh, follow us at Stegman Show on Twitter. You can find all of the episodes and uh, maybe, I don't know. Some merch, maybe a Patreon over at SheridanandSmith.com. You guys like the show? You want me and Ethan to survive? You want us to have, you know, the ability to live? Hop on over there. Maybe take a (laughs) peek. I don't know. Maybe check it out. We'd really appreciate it. SheridanandSmith.com. God, please. Um, Please. Oh, you can send us an email at stegmanandfriends at gmail.com. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll take a look at those, and we'll say, hey, that's pretty good. I like that. I like reading those. Mm-hmm. And then maybe mm-hmm. we'll read them on the mailbag episode. Whenever we do another one of those, we'll see. We got all the stuff planned out for the month. And uh, is mailbag one of them, Ethan? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the calendar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, we got two other shows on this network that we call the Amazing Friends Podcast Network. Uh, one of them is Donny Cates' show that he does with his wife, Megan Hutchison. Uh, it's called Devil's Advocates Book Club. We are recording another episode this weekend, so stay tuned. And, of course, the other one is Supple Boys, which is just me and Ethan just, you know, just dicking around. You the know New you York Times it. says it's the best show on the network. That's uh, true. So it's true. if you guys want to hop on the Supple Boys train, the Supple Train, as we call it. Uh, chug chug let's do it oh wow, my god Ryan. well pause for shit? one second <laughs> chug, that chug. best show on the network that includes <laughs> your show I, well, well, I didn't Ryan say that that's what the reviewers say yeah 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 yeah. exactly it wasn't oh yeah. yeah that's not true a. We have way more reviews. of the New York Times gave that review right <laughs> sure yeah the AV club yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, I have one more very Oh, no, it was The Onion. It was The Onion. Oh, it was The Onion. (laughs) (laughs) Click hole. Um, One more very important shout-out before we wrap up the episode. You guys may have seen a couple of snazzy-looking posts on our socials recently, and those come courtesy of Mr. John Eicher, who, of course, you've probably heard his name on the show before because he's a great dude, great fan. Nicest guy ever. Mm -hmm. And, yes, the nicest man ever. He's helping us out with some of our social media work because... Oh, I'm so bad at it. I hate I'm doing so it. I'm so bad. And, it's and the John Eicher is the best at it. So hell yeah, really John. Us out. Um, so thank Shout you so John. much, John. And uh, so you guys are welcome for having a prettier timeline, all because of him. So <laughs> you can find give, give his Twitter info. Yeah. Uh, our it's I believe he's at Eicher Design. I think yeah, so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'll double check that. In the meantime, you can find me at Griff Sheridan. Ethan's at Tales of Sash. Ryan is at Ryan Stegman. Sam. What's your Twitter? At Sam Humphreys. Yeah. yeah. I just followed you, Sam. I don't know if you want to, you know, follow me back. You don't have to, but like. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. This is ridiculous. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Sam, thanks so much for being here. Thank uh, you for having me. This is great. We'll see everybody next week. Bye, Ryan. Bye. Bye, Ryan. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Yeah.